This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Let us take you on a journey. Misadventures in Sound with Vicky and Amanda. We'll tell stories and create connections with your new favourite sounds, including New Zealand faves and rarities. We're just two music geeks trying to make our way in the world and we're taking you along for the ride. Misadventures in Sound, 7pm every second Saturday on ORFM Dunedin and podcast from oar.org.nz. Kia ora and welcome to Misadventures in Sound with Vicky and Amanda. On ORFM, 105.4 FM. And oar.org.nz. Absolutely. Uh, so we are coming to you not live, but pre-recorded from my car. Uh, the um, OAR building uh, is being, it's got a bit of construction going on. So we thought, okay, well, where's the best place to record that's going to sound good for everybody? And yeah, it's the car. It's the car. The car's won it, won it yep. out. Yeah, yeah. So we've got an exciting show planned today uh, because we've discovered that it's only February, and yet we have lost a lot of extraordinary artists and talent. Well, not only over January, which was just you know shocking, oh, but yeah. over twenty twenty one as well. Yeah, yeah. So, so we want to celebrate um, those lives uh, with bringing some really. Good music, um, but specifically we've chosen to centre it around uh, Michael Nesmith, but we're also chucking in some Charlie Watts, some Meatloaf, and of course Ronnie Spector. Yep, um, some Jim Langerbeer, um, New Zealand jazz musician, and of course Julian Hansen from Spelling Mistakes. So um, yeah, we'll, we'll talk a wee bit about those artists as we go through. Yeah, but a man who doesn't need any introduction, uh, really, is well, because we'll, we're putting um, a bit of mic throughout the show. Uh, the first song that we are going to go with is You Just May Be the One, which comes from their headquarters album. So here we go. Bright as the sun Someone to understand them And you just may be the one All men must Have someone Have someone Who never take for granted All the pleasures and the fun Someone to stand beside them And you just may be the one Just may be the one Someone to understand them And you just may be the one That was fantastic. Um, I love the monkeys and yeah, hearing that song and Mike Nesmith is yeah, it's, it's always an interesting thing. Vicky loaned me um, Mike Nesmith's autobiography uh, over over the Christmas period and we've had some discussions about it. Yeah, so it's called Infinite Tuesday, um, and we, yes, it it, it took me a while to read. Uh, There was a lot of content, shall we say. Um, Mike is obviously, well, he obviously went through a lot of self-reflection over the years. Yeah, yeah, there's, you know, I'm a big fan of Mike Nesmith, but there was quite a bit of, shall we say, ego 
Ah, yes. <laughs> through, through the book. But it was, it was fascinating. The one thing that really struck me was how little was written about the music and the musical process, not just through the monkeys, but with his own solo career. Mm. Because if you read that book and you didn't know that he had made quite a few records, you wouldn't think that he'd made many at all. No, but it, it's still, um, there was still some stuff that I'd learned. Like, for example, I'm, I really do need to listen to, um, the concept album that he created called The Prison. I haven't heard it, uh, but I do. I now know enough about it to think that that sounds quite quite neat. Mm. I'd like to have a listen. So, um, so that's something that I'm gonna I'm gonna get into. I haven't done that for this show, but that's okay. There'll always be another time. There to will. Sit down and have a listen. There's always time to listen. Yeah. So, what are we gonna play next? Right. I'm going to play a track by Jim Langabeer, and it's called Big Smoke. So, Jim Langabeer. Uh, was a New Zealand jazz musician. Um, he was uh, a mentor to a number of musicians as well as a multi-instrumentalist. He bought a tenor saxophone at age 15 uh, in the late 50s and um, he even played with Freddie Kyle and the Cavaliers in the early 60s. Um, then he shifted to Christchurch and started playing in a jazz club. He also spent time in New York uh, meeting uh, composers like Steve Reich and John Cage as well as performing and creating music at the New York Jazz Club Sound of Brazil. He was a notable supporter of experiments Experimentalism in um, experimentation within New Zealand jazz. And this song, it's called The Big Smoke, is from his album Secret Islands.
Antarctica and we're back. <laughs> this has been very interesting pre-recording from the car, I have to say. This it is, is. An interesting process, but you're on Misadventures in Sound and our misadventure has taken us, well, I'll tell you where we're parked. We're parked out near the wharf, um, so yeah, you might hear a seagull or two, or even a rubbish truck that's about to come past. Oh, can you hear that? Here it comes. This oh. is this is field recording, Vicky. It is field recording. It My is. son would have loved that. I'm he not surprised. Have, he would have talked all about the recycling truck. <laughs> um, so we are celebrating uh, the lives of people that we have recently lost. A few over 2021 um, and a few from 2022. And it's only February. We've had quite the year already. So um, it's, it's a bit tricky. But anyway, just um, here's a wee anecdote for the song that I, I want to play next. Um, so we're, we're dotting Mike Nesmith throughout the show uh, because he really made quite the impact uh, did he make an impact on you, Amanda? Yeah, he was always my favourite monkey. Yeah. Yeah. So um, he made quite the impact on both of us, really, I suppose. Uh, but what I didn't know, when he passed away, I don't know how I didn't know this, after even reading his autobiography, how I didn't know is that he wrote Different Drum by Linda Ronstein. I can't. We have played different drum, different versions of different drum on this show, and we have discussed how Mike Nesmith wrote it. How did I not know it? Was I not I paying know. attention? I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. I do remember seeing, because he wrote different drum before the yes. monkeys, didn't yes, he? Yes, he did. And there's a very short clip. I remember seeing a really short clip in the monkeys of him getting up singing like a, cl- a snippet of different drum. Okay. And it, and it just, yeah, went nowhere. Um, I think that was the whole whole thing in the show. So um, I've always loved the song. And uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm, so. I'm pleased you chose it. <laughs> well, um, yes, and also Linda Rodson has a beautiful voice. Mm. So, um, so here we have it: different drum written by Mike Nesmith, but performed by Linda Rodstand. I love that version of Different Drum. Do you? It, yeah, I do. It's one of my favourites. Mm. Another one of my favourites, and I have played it on this show, is Susanna Hoffs and Matthew Sweet singing Different Drum oh, from their nice. 60s covers album. It's, it's beautiful. Maybe we should do a 60s covers show. Why not? 
Yeah, let's do it. We we have so many ideas for great shows this year. Be for next, so this will be next year. <laughs> we need like a whiteboard to say like what, what we know what we're doing twenty twenty two, but twenty twenty three. It's a clean slate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So we are play, our misadventure today is uh, taking you down. Um, the road of a few artists that have passed away in the last few months. So, who are we playing next? Well, I'm going to play Ronnie Spector. Oh, cool. Uh, Ronnie Spector is awesome. And this song is called Won't Stop Saying Goodbye. So, obviously, Ronnie Spector was the lead singer of the Renettes, and, you know, she was known as the original bad girl of rock and roll. She was an influence on Amy Winehouse, and she said that she um, she did a gig um a, few, a number of years ago, and Amy Winehouse turned up sort of dressed like Ronnie Spector. Oh, that doesn't surprise and, me at all. you know, Ronnie Spector said that she was, you know, just absolutely floored by that. Um, so Ronnie Spector and her sister Estelle Bennett and her cousin Nedra Tully, they formed the uh, the Ronettes uh, in the early 60s, and they were signed to Phil Spector's Phillies label, and they, you know, they became famous really quickly. Uh, Ronnie Spector did marry Phil Spector, thus, you know, keeping the name um, Spector. Mm. And, you know, it, it wasn't a great union. And I think I'm it's not well gonna, documented. I think it's really well yeah. documented. You know, I no one needs to hear me say mm. it. Go to Ronnie Spector's book and, and read all about mm. it. Um, she kept recording throughout her career, uh, made a number of albums. And this song is from her 2006 record, Last of the Rockstars, where she recorded with help from musicians uh, from the Raconteurs and the Ravenettes, as well as people like Patti Smith and Keith Richards. Um, so it's a really cool record. So this is uh, Can't Stop, Won't Stop Saying Goodbye.
Ronnie Spector's very cool. Yes. Yes, she is. Sorry, I was up in a little dreamland <laughs> trying to figure out what I was going to do. I was thinking about what's my next song. Um, so, yeah, you're Let me on. guess. It's a Mike Nesmith song. Uh, it might be. <laughs> um, you're on ORFM with um, Vicky and Amanda, and we are uh, doing some field work. Um, while field recording. Field recording yeah. um, for, uh, for our show uh, due to the fact that the... Um, that the building is getting some, some construction work is being done. And so if it does come across as sounding a little bit odd <laughs> or that I'm not paying attention, again, I seem to have that as a reputation. Um, that is why. That's my excuse anyway. <laughs> um, I really want to play... Um, hmm, okay, you know what? I'm going to play Mary Mary. Um, this is off more of the monkeys. And I just, I, I really... Okay, here's here's a here's a th- here's a thing that um, I, I I'm not ashamed to admit. I heard Mary Mary by Run DMC before I heard Mary Mary by the Monkees, and oh. so I didn't realise that they had sampled Mary Mary by the Monkees. And honest to goodness, I can't th- listen to it the same way. Um, if that makes any sense. But anyway, this mm. is one of my favourite Monkey songs. Um, it's just. But I can't help but sing Mary Mary while you're bugging. <laughs> I can't help it. It just <laughs> happens. Um, but yeah, um, I really dig this song. So here we go. Mary Mary from More of the Monkeys. forgotten that song Vicky really I had what do you mean you'd forgotten I don't know there, I mean there's so many monkey songs oh, and yes, it's true on those missing links albums you realize how many different versions and uh, other songs there are that uh, didn't yeah. get didn't get made yeah or, that's or, true no, obviously got made but didn't become popular or weren't even released um it was on the monkeys show was it number of times yeah okay yeah I need to go back and rewatch some monkeys. I've got it on DVD. Come over. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Oh. Done. Excellent. <laughs> We've made a date. <laughs> Excellent. All right. What are we going to play next from um, our show celebrating the artists we have lost? Well, I can't, meatloaf. Oh, of course. No, we can't not play meatloaf. Yeah. No meatloaf. So um, meatloaf passed away quite recently, mm. and going to play one of my favourite meatloaf songs. Okay. Two out of three ain't bad. Now, this was the first Meatloaf song I ever heard, um, and it was in the 90s, I remember, because I was, I had just moved to Dunedin, and we never, like, the radio stations that we had in Ashburton weren't quite as sophisticated as when we got to Dunedin. 
I'm not so laughing. I thought, well, at the time, it's obviously it's changed now. This is way back, 1990. Um, but the so long ago, um, thirty-two but, years. Yeah, but I heard um, two out of three ain't bad for the for the first time in nineteen ninety. I honestly thought it was new. I yeah. thought it was new, and to me, um, I feel like that song is timeless. It's a great ballad. Mm. It is a really wonderful song. Mm. I didn't realise that Meatloaf, not only being Eddie in Rocky Horror Picture Show, yeah, but he was in Fight Club. Did you not know that? No, because I haven't seen Fight Club all the way through. His name was Robert Paulson. The well, you won't understand that. <laughs> you need to see Fight Club. Okay, okay. Right, come over and we'll have some movie nights. Okay. That's my favourite movie, and okay. I'm going to tell you all about it. Excellent. <laughs> he was also in Spice World. Yeah, oh, he was too. And Wayne's World, and I do remember being in a Wayne's Hang World. Hang on, who was he in Wayne's World? Uh, I'm not sure. I just remember him being in Wayne's World. Are you sure World. it wasn't Chris Farley you're thinking of? No, it was definitely Meatloaf. I have to Google that. But everyone who was famous in the 70s seemed to be in Wayne's World, to be honest. Uh, yes, that is yeah. true. But he also featured on South Park. Yeah. And on Glee. Oh. And on Elementary. Glee. So oh. he was he was quite uh, prolific. Okay. Um, but his musically, his most well-known collaboration was with uh, songwriter Jim Steinman, who also passed away in 2021. Mm. And uh, Steinman wrote many of his well, most of his well-known material, including first two Bad Out of Hell albums mm. and some of the third Bad Out of Hell album. Um, and it's notable that Jim Steinman also wrote Total Eclipse of the Heart for Bonnie Tyler, mm. Making Love Out of Nothing at All for Air Supply. Oh, and it's song. all coming back to me now for Celine Dion. Those, that makes absolute sense. He was tiny. He was tiny on Wayne's World. Okay. Yeah. I okay. have to go back and rewatch Wayne's yeah, World. Yeah, we're going to have to. We're going to have to rewatch a lot of movies yeah. now. Anyway, yeah. he was a bouncer, I think. Oh, there he is. There's a photo. There he is. That's a lovely photo of yes. him in Wayne's World. No one can see this. I'm showing Amanda, but there is a photo of um, Meatloaf. I didn't realise this. Yeah, he was, he has um, this beautiful long mullet with this gorgeous orange and black plaid grunge type shirt oh he was really in the in the zeitgeist then he the was and look yes. and he was he was also in that he was a um security guard at the concert there you go ah. oh my goodness he's everywhere yeah anyway this is two out of three ain't bad by meatloaf Say 
What's next, Vicky? Oh, oh, I'm still learning stuff today. <laughs> okay, all right. So you on, um, you are on OAR radio show with Miss Adventures in Sound <laughs> with Vicky and Amanda. Do you know what I think it is? I think my brain is frying because we're in such a hot car. I have a black car. It is a 26 degree day um, while we are pre-recording uh, due to the fact that there's construction happening at this at the. Um, the ORFM building? Yeah, ex- yes. Well, yeah. yes. That's what I meant to say before. <laughs> so we are celebrating uh, artists that we have lost. And, of course, we just had Meatloaf, which was a big one, a big one for this year. And um, and we don't really need to talk about what happened with the circumstances around his death um, because it can divide a lot of people. But to separate the art and the artist, um, it is a huge shock, I think, to the recording world. And... Um, I know that he was trying to. It was. It was in the studio, wasn't he? Yeah. He oh, was he was just about. No, no, he was just about to go in. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He hadn't quite gone in. Just that, and that makes it a bit sad. But sadder in that regard, I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's um. It. It is very hard when you feel like an artist, or legacy artists who are still working. Uh, mm. Yeah. It's always um. It's always uh, sad. And meatloaf. You know, he's regardless of different circumstances he's beloved for being eddie and rocky horror people love bad out of hell they do they do we it's, do yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly so what monkey song are you playing next? right so i've got two more before we um do a mike nesmith song but you know what i think we should do circle sky this is a song you picked it is it is i absolutely love circle sky um it's one of my favorite nesmith songs favorite monkey song um i found another version a solo version by mike nesmith last night so I listened to it and I, I loved it. And it's a vision we're going to play today. Um, and Mike Nesmith wrote Circle Sky to explore the power trio of himself and Mickey Dolenz and Peter Talk and the Monkeys. And the lyrics are about, you know, television and corporations. So about the, the situation that he was finding himself in um, uh, with his, you know, work situation in, in 67, 68. But this version is from his uh, second national band, um, in the early 70s so it's uh, it's slightly different but still definitely recognizable as, as circle sky so um here, here you go here's circle sky enjoy
Awesome stuff. That was cool. Thank you for suggesting that, Amanda. It's a great one. Yeah. Thanks for suggesting Mike Next Smith, Vicky. Uh, oh, no, well, I didn't... Well, to be fair, it was like a natural choice. <laughs> I don't know if it was a, if it was a suggestion suggestion. Just a suggestion. <laughs> does that make sense? It, it, it does. Make it sense. does. It does. Yeah. All right. So, what... Uh, we've got a few choices left. A few people... A few more people to celebrate mm-hmm. on our... Um, has you know on our it's our sad theme mm-hmm. really of with with artists that have just recently passed on so who would you like to play now i'm gonna play charlie watts i thought you would yeah mm. so obviously charlie watts was the rolling stones drummer um he was really about jazz originally in the band the blues incorporated and he met mick jagger keith richards and brian jones while he was playing in london r&b clubs in the early 60s um, and he always cited jazz as a major influence on his work. He was also, did you know, a graphic artist no. and designed the early Stones records. Did he? He designed the covers for them. Oh, wow. And okay. he was their drummer for 58 oh, years. They were, they went to art school, didn't they? Some of them did. Some of them did. Mick Jagger went to economics. Uh, he was in the London School of Economics. Oh. That explains why he was in charge of Camp Rock on The Simpsons. Okay. <laughs> just putting that out there? Yeah. Um, this heat's, heat's getting to me. <laughs> it's all good. Um, there is this great, great story about Mick Jagger calling up Charlie Watts one night after a show. Um, Mick Jagger was slightly inebriated and Charlie Watts was asleep in bed. But he um, rang up and asked uh, Charlie Watts where his drummer was. And um, Charlie Watts hung up the phone, got dressed, including the three-piece suit, went to Jagger's hotel room. Knocked on the door. Jagger opened it. Uh, apparently, um, and I'm not advocating violence at all, but Charlie Watts punched him and said, I told you. And, and he said to Mick Jagger, just remember, I'm not your drummer. You're my singer. And he went back to bed. <laughs> he put on a three-piece suit to do that. Yep. That's, the, that's what the story goes. I think Classic that is Charlie. in Keith Richards' book, which is just a <laughs> fantastic book of stories does charlie have his own biography out i don't think so oh oh, maybe i I don't know Hmm. i bet something will come out soon true i mean charlie watts had his um had his own stuff that he was doing outside the rolling stones uh, including the charlie watts quintet and he also worked with many others Hmm. um this track max roach is a track with the jim keltner project and and jim keltner is a drummer as well and they were inspired by jazz drummers and they were trying to capture a feeling rather than emulate Hmm. the drummers themselves so uh this is max roach cool Yeah, 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 yeah. 
All right. Well, thank you for playing that. Um, it's nice to honour Charlie, I think. Um, did we do that when he passed away last year? No, we were going to, but it didn't eventuate. didn't eventuate. So it was good to be able to honour him um, because he is an important, as you said, 58 years as a drummer is an important fixture in the drumming world. So, yeah, yeah really important. So, exactly. Um, so, yeah, so we're honouring uh, the lives of people that have just recently passed away. Um, the main one that we're honouring is Mike Nismith because he's our favourite monkey. Um, and we like the monkeys on the show. We do, very You much. might think of them as the prefab four, but at the end of the day, they are fabulous. Uh, they made some amazing pop songs, regardless oh, of whether yeah. they played on them or the Wrecking Crew played on them. Uh, but, yeah, their, their songs are timeless. Tell you what, though, when I was going through the songs of, of what I wanted to play today, there was a lot of Mickey Dolans that I wanted to play. He actually, like, a lot of his songs, a lot of his tracks are quite energetic and really poppy and... Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, we are celebrating Mike. Mickey is still with us, thank goodness. Yes, and he just did an album, uh, Mickey Dolan Sings Mike Nesmith, which is really good. Have you heard it? I have. Oh, I need to get it. That would be classic, I reckon. All right, so I'm going to do Papa Jean's Blues because you can't not have a Mike Nesmith-centred show without Papa Jean's Blues. It's one of my favourite songs. Um, And for that reason and that reason only, I'm going to leave you with Papa Jean's Blues. And it's off the Monkeys' first album. And now with you as inspiration, I look toward a destination, sunny, bright, that once before was blue. I have no more than I did before, but now I've got all that I need. For I love you and I know you love me. So take my hand outside my journey, free from all the helpless worry that besets a man when he's alone. More strength is mine when we're together, and with you I know I'll never have to pass the high road for the low. I have no more than I did before, but now I've got all that I need. For I love you and I know you. I have no more than I did before, but now I've got all that I need, for I love you and I know you love me, yes I love you and I know I like that one. Yeah. Yeah, that's a really good one. Yeah. That's why they call him Papa Nez. That's true. Mm. It is true. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I'm over it. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> We're almost at the end of our show. We, we have are. a couple of songs to go. We are. So, who's next? I'm going to play Spelling Mistakes. So, How Spelling... Do you spell that? I Sorry. Sorry. That was in poor taste. I, I would... Would you like to spell it? I-T. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It was such a dead joke. <laughs> Anywho, moving oh, on. No comment. Uh, so Julian Hansen was a drummer for Spelling Mistakes, and he passed away in 2021. Um, Spelling Mistakes were a New Zealand punk group, and they wrote, uh, and Julian Hansen wrote um, "Feel So Good," which is most arguably their most well-known song. Um, how, how old was Julian when he passed away? Um, I'm not sure. Probably 60s. Okay. Yeah, possibly. Mm. Um, Spelling Mistakes formed in 1979 uh, from two bands. So um, two bands, Get Smart and The Aliens. They came together and formed Spelling Mistakes. Uh, Spelling Mistakes. Yeah, Spelling Mistakes was conceived. Is it mistake or mistakes? But it's mistakes. And so... You don't want to make a mistake on that. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm on fire. You're rocking the dad jokes today. I can't help it. 
it's quite amazing how good you are with the with the dad jokes. It's just amazing how good I am. Yeah, in the first full place. stop. Um, yeah, so they only had a couple of songs. They had a song called Rena, um, which was uh, apparently about Rena Owen. Oh, okay. She Fair used enough. to sing on it. Huh. She's um, multi-talented she, woman. Um, well, she used to sing backup live backup vocals, and she was also part of the punk scene in the late seventies. Are you serious? Yeah. Okay, I did not know that. Um, yeah. So, um, feel so good is you might not also from being one of the tracks uh, featured on Outrageous Fortune. It's, ah. As soon as you hear it, you know you know the song. Okay. Um, Unfortunately, spelling mistakes didn't really last long. They were short-lived. They split up because of a lack of interest from the recording labels. And um, sort of their audience was quite young. They had a sort of underage audience. But they did reform in the late 90s for some shows. And about six, seven years ago, A Real Groovy Records finally put out the Spelling Mistakes album. Good. So here we have It Feels So Good by It's Spelling Mistakes. It was. I was, yeah. and we are at the end of the show. You have been listening to Vicky and Amanda on Misadventures in Sound on Or FM 105.4 FM. Yes, and it, we've been pre-recording in Vicky's hot black car on a yep. hot day. Please feel sorry for us. Um, we have no water. We've got no food. It's the apocalypse. Um, no, it's always. <coughs> it's not. It's okay. Although I am looking at an emergency helicopter right now as I say that. I hope things are okay out there. To be honest, the emergency helicopter lands quite a lot. I would hope so that yes. it does land or else it'll be going around and around in the sky for a long time. Yes, we don't want that. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, so uh, last song uh, that I wanted to choose is Salesman. I just think it's fun. It's a fun yeah. song. It's a cool song. Um, and obviously uh, the words behind it are around um, selling their songs and selling their souls to um, corporate corporate prefabness. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and I guess it, it might also be, I'd like to imagine, I don't know if this is if there's any truth to that, so please don't quote me, but I'd like to imagine that it might be a bit of an answer to Taxman. You never know. Yeah, yeah, could be. Possibly. I mean, they could were be. friends with the Beatles. So. They were. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, um, thank you for joining us. Yes, we have thank enjoyed you for listening. 
Yes, thank you for listening, and we've enjoyed bringing you the um, the show that we didn't intend for a start, really, to make it about artists that um, that have recently passed on. But the thing is, it's just shooken us, isn't it? It has been. It, it, it's been wow this yeah, last month. A month of it. I know it's rivaling twenty sixteen. It really, really is. Um, and in fact, I do. I've been looking. My Facebook memories have been coming up with all of these. Um, artists that passed away at the time and I don't think it got quite this bad so quickly. No, but David mm. Bowie still oh, that still, still hurts. Yeah, that, that still hurts yeah, a lot. It does. Anyway, we will be back in March with yep. a show about going places. Yeah, travel. Songs about travelling because we can't. <laughs> and if we should play lots of travelling Wilburys. At least one mm. of them. <laughs> or oh, you can have one travelling Wilbury song. Thank you. Thank you. Did, we, did, we. Did, you, did you know Tom Petty was 37 in that band? Yeah. Younger than me. Younger than me. Well, I'm having issues with They that. used to say that the Travelling Wilburys were, what was it, Four Legends uh, Four Legends and Tom Petty. <laughs> oh. But at 37, you know, was he really a legend at 37 or was he becoming a legend? He was probably becoming a legend at that point. I mean... Yeah. But anyway, that's a debate for another day. It is a debate for um, another day. And yeah, if you get to play Travelling Wilburys, I get to play the B-52s Rome. Oh, I totally approve. Excellent. But yeah. that's next month. So. Okay. <laughs> All right. Matua. Ka kite. Um, enjoy your month in, in the summer. In the summer. Yes. Yeah. Yes. All right. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. Bye. Bye. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.